Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've been waiting for, a podcast for podcasters. This is Creating the Greatest Show, and I'm your host, Casey Cheshire. Join me as we interview podcast hosts and investigate the ingredients of a successful interview podcast. We'll talk mistakes, earned skills, powerful questions, and more. This show is sponsored by Ringmaster, completely done for you, B2B podcast production. All right, we're doing it. My goodness, we're doing it. We got the camera going. We got the microphones on. We are ready to rock this thing. I'm excited. I can't wait to introduce you to my guest today. She is so cool. She is a serial entrepreneur. Now, I say that about many of the guests because I get a chance to chat with entrepreneurs, but she is a serious serial entrepreneur, founded and led over seven businesses across five industries in the last nine years. And since we've last chatted, those numbers probably have all increased by at least three or four. Author of The Honey Trap Marketing, host of the Grow My Podcast show, co-founder and CEO of Cap Show, Deidre Sien, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks so much for having me, Casey. And I have, um, you know, I've changed my ways. I have not launched any businesses because I'm all about focus. Oh, I love That's, it. Yeah. It's all oh my focus. gosh. Yeah. And when, when we focus our efforts, man, that I can't wait to hear oh. about that because that's like a laser beam, you know, sunlight, yes. you can get a sunburn, but laser beams, man, those things cut through anything. Cool. So I can't wait to hear about yep. this. Uh, <laughs> and, and I'm so I mean, focused. I will have to talk after about focus. That's a, that's a rare commodity. I love that. So I want to just pass this thing off to you. I want to learn about podcasting. I want to learn about the techniques and the things that you've been working on. So Deidre, pull back the curtain for us on your show and experience and share your most important strategy for a great podcast. Oh gosh, this is a tough question for me, Casey, as you know, because there are so many things I want to like share with everyone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I'll just tell you a little bit about the background, how I got into podcasting, um, because I think this, that'll be, that'll hopefully be useful. I launched my first podcast almost three years ago now. And I did that because I had a coaching business. At the time, I was working on a digital marketing agency business, COVID hit, and we had to transition online. Um, the way that we decided to trans transition online was to actually have a coaching business where we were helping e-commerce businesses with their digital marketing. Uh, and so a mentor told me, well, if you're going to do this and if you want to become known as an expert in your niche, you have to start publishing. Um, you have to start finding your voice and getting your message out there. And, uh, you know, we figured that the best way to do that was through podcasting. And so I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't have a microphone. I didn't know how to edit. I just figured it out. I fumbled through it all. Um, I had a, I ended up getting something like a $53 microphone on Amazon. I ended up, if I made a mistake while recording, because I didn't know how to edit, I would actually stop and then I'd like re-record the all, whole thing like, from the beginning yeah. Because, yeah, <laughs> because I didn't do simple things like editing. That was how much of a newbie I was. Um, and, you know, I very quickly realized, because I think a lot of us go into podcasting and we think that, oh, by just by the act of put, publishing and putting it out there that you're done, that that's it. And for suddenly you're going to become known and, you know, everyone's going to be wanting to either be on your podcast or get you on their podcast, et cetera. And it just doesn't work that way. Just like a business, growing a podcast is like growing a business. And so I had to figure this thing out and I'm like, oh my gosh, what did I get myself into? <laughs> I have to, you know, I'm trying to grow a business and now I have to also grow a podcast. 
Um, and, you know, I kind of, again, like all things, we fumble our way through the thing until we figure something out. And that's a, that's how, um, and we can talk about the content dripping strategy in a while, but that's how I actually came across the content dripping strategy was because just by doing it and figuring out what was working and finding ways to get my message out there and not just get my message out there, but to have to get leads and then importantly to nurture those leads into a sale. That was essentially what I had to figure out. I did that. Um, I think, gosh, four or five months in to launch that podcast, we did our first five figures in the coaching business. And in that first year, we did over $220,000 uh, in that coaching business. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited to share some of the the, the tips, the, the tricks, tools, trips, advice that I give advice on, on what I did, the th- sort of things that I did. Yeah. But to come back to your question about, you know, what is, you know, the advice, um, I think it really is like we were super intentional and this comes back to focus, the word focus that we started focus, this um, episode yeah. off with. But it's being really, again, laser focused about what is the outcome that you want from your podcast. Uh, some people, and it's fine as well if you don't know, but you have to know that you don't know, right? Uh, because some people launch a podcast just because they heard it was a fun thing to do. And it was like, cool, if that's the case, your expectations have to be aligned to that. If it's just going to be a fun thing to do, then and that's all it is, then you can't kind of get down on your listeners aren't growing or your list isn't getting, isn't building or you're not getting sales. Uh, if you have started your podcast with an intentional outcome, then everything has to align to that outcome. Everything from who is it that you're speaking to, what are you speaking to them about and how are you intentionally actually getting them into some kind of funnel? And we can talk about, I talk about the show notes funnel um, but that was the thing that I had to figure out because when I started my podcast again, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have a clear outcome. I kind of knew that it was a way for me maybe to grow my business in some way and shape or form. But until I became really crystal clear about what that was and what that looked yeah. like, and I built my show notes funnel off the back of it, that was when I was able to actually get leads and conversions. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people listening to this have those branded podcasts and many of them are using an ABM strategy to try to connect with their guests and eventually do business together. But a lot of times what I hear is, yeah, we had a great conversation. They're brilliant. We might even be BFFs now, but the Mm -hmm. business hasn't quite come. And so then that leads to almost that B2B pod fading where we're we're not getting that return and then people are questioning, what, well, what are we doing? We're spending money here. You know, how do we get that? So what's mm. missing there? Um, yeah, so I feel like that's, so that's a very different strategy as well. Um, and just so that I'm, I kind of get my head out because I don't want to talk about the wrong thing, Casey. So what you're talking about is using a podcast to get a guest on and you're essentially using that as a platform to sell that particular guest mm-hmm. into your service or your program or whatever it is. That's the strategy that you're specifically talking well, about. Well, yeah. Some people have, have have been doing that where it's like, that's what their focus is. Like they're intentionally trying to get guests yeah. that way. Are you talking about getting guests or getting um, getting listeners to become audience? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. great. And that's, yeah. So they're all different. Yeah. So they're all different strategies um, and there's no kind of right or wrong. It's just what works best for your business. Sure. Uh, and you know, in full transparency, I also did that strategy. I also tried that. I had another podcast where that was the whole, that was the funnel as such. It was get guests on, 
um, yeah, record an episode and then, you know, try to get them into. Now, I, I can't say that I, pro- I implemented it the best way because I am not a natural, um, I don't even want to say sales, but, and, I don't, and when I say sales, okay, let me, because this is also a mindset thing for me, for yeah. sure, is, you know, the whole like, uh, I, I was going to say I'm not a natural salesperson. Now, right. what does that mean? It, you know, it doesn't really mean anything. Uh, in, in the scheme of things, I, I think I wasn't natural at leading, at transitioning the starting point of, hey, you're a guest on my show. I wasn't a natural at actually transitioning that into, by the way, let's hop on a, a call and talk about this, how I can help you. Right. Uh, not in those exact words, because that's very self-serving. So you don't want to do it that way. But, you know, that's kind of the outcome sure. that you're looking for. Um, I wasn't great at that. And so I know that that was 100% on me. Not It wasn't the strategy, right? Any strategy out there, every strategy works. All of them. They've worked before and they will always work, but it's just in uh, what works best for you and your personality and what you want out of it. For me, I think what was blocking me when I, and I know this is a massive it's brilliant. It's like brilliant. It's like, about. it's like your quote right there. It's amazing. <laughs> but like, like what, for like for me, I think, what that process made me realize was that that wasn't actually the business that I wanted to be, be in or how I wanted to do my business. And what I mean by that is that because I completely switched, I, it made me realize that actually I like a more of a B2C business model. Like that's actually what juices me. I like to be able to think about from a almost quote unquote mass perspective, how can I, you know, get those listeners and then how can I really make those listeners sticky and and you know, and, and nurtured through a funnel, and and then how do I get you know those mass? Obviously, that keeps you know going down as as a funnel does. You know, the the numbers go down, but then how do I get the people who are at the end convert? Like that's what juices me. That's what makes me really excited. And so, even though I had spent a lot of time on this B two B podcast, and you know, I got really down on myself, and I was like, this thing isn't working. Great thing is, that I came out of that with clarity. I was like, well, that's just not the way that I personally want to do business or that's not what juices me and that's a great like learnings and clarity is some like we pay I am happy to pay money to do that and time because you know it's just like even when I used to come from corporate as well people used to always ask me well what's the next career step you know that's always like what do you and I'd always be like I don't really know but I know what I don't want (laughs) That's and just you know as valuable, I mean? like, 100%. Right, yeah. exactly. And that's that's what I learned from that journey of doing this the B2B um, funnel myself, podcast funnel myself, was like, I know what I don't want to be doing. And that is worth time and money figuring out. Yeah. Sorry, I know that was a massive tangent. No, but that, that's, I, 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 I understand yeah. the shift now because you are who you are and, and you love connecting with the guests. And, and you found a way to not only connect with the audience and, and make them loyal, but then to convert them. So tell me about those things. You you sort of uh, dropped some hints at the show notes funnel. The show, <laughs> tell me about how yeah. you gathered your audience and you led them like the Pied yes. Piper to the land of revenue. How did yes. you do that? Cool. Okay. Um, so I'll talk about the show notes funnel and then maybe I'll talk about the content dripping strategy because they're kind of like, you know, um, one, one leads into the other. Yeah. So the show notes funnel is, again, let's set context. This is probably more, I mean, it can also work B2B, but not in the way that we were just talking about, right. about getting a guest on. This is where, um, so first of all, when I think about podcasting and, and how we make it successful, I'm like really focused on who is the specific audience. And 
I know we talk about this all the time, like, know your avatar and your persona, blah, blah, blah. It's, it sounds very cliche, but it's the the reason why it's cliche is because when I didn't do this, I am massively pod faded. (laughs) I I was like, this is not working. I'm not only pod faded by my business in, if I don't know the particular audience, I, it, the business does not work. So I'm a big, big convert preacher of know who it is you're speaking specifically to. But it doesn't just stop there because the next thing then is, and this is a bit that I think we, a lot of us miss. It's like, yes, we know exactly who we're speaking to. And I actually have um, a client, a, a Capshovian, who knows exactly who he's speaking to. He speaks to faith-based dads and he knows it inside out because he himself is one. Cool. Um, but then when he goes to what he's speaking to them about, he's like, well, what do faith-based dads care about? They care about family and they care about finances and they care about faith and they care about fitness. All the you things know, they care everyone about else all these does, things. yeah. Exactly, yeah. right? And then it's like, well, but you then you're not speaking, you're speaking to everyone again. Good point. So this is the second thing is that we need to not only know who we're speaking to, but what specifically the one thing that we're speaking to them about. And why this is important from a practical perspective is because if you want your show to get discovered, if you want you to get discovered, you need to become an expert in one thing and one thing only. You cannot be an expert in finance and fitness and family and faith and, and all the things. You can only be an expert in one thing. And again, why that's important is because when we think about search, you know, discoverability by search, let's say you're on Google or anywhere else, it's still machines doing all of that heavy lifting of trying to get you discovered. It's still the algorithms. And it's still relatively, I know that AI is, you know, it's kind of exploded into the scene and it's like, oh my gosh, it's so smart and so good. But really underpinning these search engines is still quite, you know, like relatively rudimentary AI where it needs to, it can only categorize you really in only one thing. Like it's actually not smart enough to categorize you in more than that. So if you start talking about a lot of different things, then you're actually less likely to get picked up by the search engines because you haven't built the credibility in that one thing. And so that's why from a practical perspective, actually doing this is so important. So that's- That's That's brilliant. First, you know, I, I literally step. just experienced that the other day for fun. We were asking ChatGPT to give us bios about ourselves. And mm. it told me that I was basically um, on first. Uh, by the way, I'm impressed that it even knows who I am. Like, cause I'm just, <laughs> Ch- I, like, I'm not anybody here, but uh, it said, you know, the expert in marketing automation because my last company and the book, everything was all about marketing automation and Pardot. Not, you know, cause I had talked about mm. one thing for a long time. Now I'm talking about podcasting, but I need to keep talking about podcasting and make sure I keep talking about it so that I can eventually, you know, almost like that AI report is like a representation of the content that I have out there. And so I need to just keep going to make sure I I get labeled at that one thing and not confuse it to your point. That's, That's really brilliant. What is that one thing? Yes. And you need to, your content has to be, what you talk about on the podcast has to be aligned to that one thing. Um. And then, and then we go get into the content dripping strategy. So once you know what your content is, then obviously the guests that you get on to your podcast. Um, now I do personally, I do a mix of solo and guest episodes. And even for the guest episodes, I actually edit them quite a bit. I, I narrate, I do narrations, um, over that so that I can actually, you know, take my listeners on a bit of a journey and, and, you know, really, um, juicy learnings. And so for me, I'm like, okay, I everything that I do is aligned to like I only really invite guests on if I know that what it is that they're talking about can be so valuable to my audience. So 
Again, a bit of a different strategy. It's not about getting those guests to become clients of mine. Right. I I literally just get them on for the value. The value that, that your audience is going to get from them. Right. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Um, and so, and from there, I then it I then leverage the content dripping strategy, which is I publish an episode every week. Uh, when I publish an episode, I actually uh, do promotional things as we do. You know, I send an email out to my list. Um, I, you know, pr- I post about it on social media as we all do. Now, social media is not going to be the place that you get listeners from. Mm. I just want to make that really clear. Uh, it is a place that you can get awareness. It's a place that you can remind your followers that, hey, this, you know, uh, something's gone live and that you still ha- you actually have a podcast. You remember that? I have a podcast. <laughs> Remember me? Um, but it is yeah. exactly, but it is not the place that you're gonna um look, I shouldn't say you're you're never going to. I have had listeners come through from social media, yeah. but like handful, not you know, not the flood that you're gonna be hoping for, right? right? So right. I wanna set that expectation because, you know, a lot of us get really down on the fact that we spend all this time on social media. Um, so I'm happy to go into, you know, so what what I do, social media strategy, but I just want to lay the, 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 the overall scene. Okay. So, so it's not social. So, so where is the flood? Where do we find the flood? Oh, okay. So yeah, let me, let me get to okay. that. Okay. Yeah, let me yeah, just, yeah. I, there's so many things I want to talk about. This is what I, I mean. Um, okay. <laughs> so first week, um, promote the, yeah, the podcast. And then what we generally find is that the podcast, you know, it, we get a spike in listeners and then it kind of dies down. And so then what I do is I, on the second week, I actually um, do a blog post about the same, leveraging the the content from the episode. And then I do the promotion, promotion on blog posts, again, spike, and then that dies down. And then the third week, I actually do a YouTube video um, on that episode. And then, so again, and I promote it, spike, and then it dies down. And literally, if you can see that, that means that every week you're you're releasing a podcast episode, you're releasing a blog post, you're releasing a YouTube video, and then you're just using the other platforms to raise awareness and to drive, you know, traffic to these things. And the reason why this is so effective is because what I figured out and what I didn't realize, and a lot of us think about think about this about it this way, is that again, if we're really focused on what our outcome is from, say, our podcast. So for me, it was. How do I, A, yes, get leads, as in get discovered, but also convert? How do I actually have my podcast convert them? Right. Now, conversion looks and feels different to a lot of us. For me, when I was reading um, a book by Daniel Priestley called Oversubscribed, and in it, he talks about the seven-hour rule, that for anyone to do business with you, they need to spend at least seven hours with you. And that could be very well by just consuming your content coming to get to know to getting to know like and trust you and so when I was like oh there's something in this how can I get people to spend at least seven hours with me so it becomes a no-brainer that was when I started to plug in all of these different ways for them to keep learning from me because we all also learn differently and the more that we can keep them in our world the 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 tighter that 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 the stickier that it makes them, you know. So by being able to actually give them other avenues to follow me on or, or learn from me, etc., it actually started to create this almost this vortex yeah. of like you can't, you can never. It's like Hotel California, right? Like you can never, you can never leave this way, right? Um, and so, and that was when you know when I was um, speaking to new clients, and especially in that month, my first five figure month. 
uh, when I asked them why it was that they decided to invest, it was so validating because it was like, I followed you for so long. Uh, I've consumed, so, like you give so much value that I felt guilty for not paying you. And like, that was just, I barely had to hop on a sales call because right. they already got so much value that it was like, the sales call was really just like, okay, just tell me how much it is. Tell me exactly how it works. And then let's do it. And that is the best way to almost like not have to sell, which, you know, coming back to my experience of, you know, not being a salesperson, like that was what was really authentic to me. Um, and so that's, so that's a content dripping strategy. Now that leads into um, the, the show notes funnel. So let's talk about that, if that's okay, which is how do you build a list? Because it's great to have someone follow you through, you know, your, in, I call it a publishing house, kind of like in all the rooms of your publishing house. Uh, but ultimately you need them, you need a name and you need an email address. You need a way to contact them directly. And I think we know being in business that building like your email list is your number one asset. Mm -hmm. That is the thing that you need. So that was kind of also the next outcome. I was like, okay, I want this podcast to be a way to build my list. And um, and so that's how I came came up with the show notes funnel. So how the show notes funnel works is I will actually, let's talk about, because uh, I think a lot of us have guest-based um, you know, podcasts. So right. what I will do is I will actually, uh, especially either if the um, the interview went a little bit longer or there were particular detail that you dove into about one particular aspect of, say, their strategy, I would actually clip that out. And I will say, because again, I do narrations, but if you even if you don't do narrations, you can just put this in at the end of the the episode, just after the fact. You can say, hey, remember when, you know, Deidre was talking about the content dripping strategy? She mentioned it. She goes into detail about how this can work for your podcast. Yeah. And the great thing is uh, that I've left that as a bonus clip completely free in the show notes. So just go head over there, um, click on the link that says exclusive bonus clip. Uh, and just and listen to how she lays out the content dripping strategy in detail for free. And you put that behind as this is an opt-in, and that's how you start to build your list from your podcast. And you can see that it becomes a self-fulfilling theme because when people join your list, then you promote your next podcast episode to them. This is way more effective of getting listeners on your podcast and actually having them spend that seven hours with you than to try to blast it on social media mm. each and every day or, you know, like be really intentional. Build your list and promote to that list. That's So it's like extra extra content or the, the real good stuff is behind some sort of wall. Is that that the Yeah. Um and I, I like to be honest, and you can even see this on my podcast. If you go to Grow My Podcast Show, um, one of the latest episodes I did was with Lauren Passel. So she's from Tink Media and she was talking about PR. She drops so much value. And so I was like, in even in the 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 public, like the actual episode, I gave away all so much of that value. But because I, I like in my questionings, we really went deep into particular parts of it. I knew already that just by listening, even if you didn't opt in, just by listening to the podcast episode, you were you were going to get so much value. Yeah. But hey, if you want even more, like if this is the thing that the piece, the missing piece maybe of what it is that you need for what you do, then then please go and like get even more value. Uh, but you don't need to as well. 
um, because there'll be another guest that I'll have on. And that's the thing that actually, maybe it's on SEO and it's like, that's the thing that actually I need to unlock. That's the piece that's missing. Hey, let me get more into that. So that's kind of how I think about it is I want, I still want to give the value on because at the end of the day, you'll, you still need your listeners to get value from your podcast. Otherwise, why are they listening to it? But what is that extra piece, that deep dive, the, maybe it's even more of the story, if they went particularly long about the story, it's like, cliff, leave them on a cliffhanger. It's like, can you, like, you won't even believe what happened next. But you know what? I'm like, we, I really want to get into the strategy, into the value. So I'm, I'm going to leave the rest of the story in as a bonus clip. If you want to find out what happened next, go and get that bonus clip. Um, wow. So, so you, would you even clip it out of the episode itself? I yeah. So, so you're yeah. about to go, like, let's say we're going to go deep on this topic. Right now, we would say, uh, well, we clip it out. And then they heard us, yeah. you, they heard you intro this. They heard me ask a couple questions. And I'm like, wow, this is cool. And now we're going deeper in on the recording. But you would take this yeah. and you'd put it somewhere else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You could very well do that. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so it, yeah, it's just how can you use your podcast to build your list? I literally had someone like, DM me yesterday and he's like, oh my gosh, I love that episode. Uh, it was actually about the one with Lauren just because that was one of the most recent ones yeah. that we released. And he's like, I love it. And he's, you know, he's hacking me. Like He's like, I love what you're doing with this one. Like I've opted in. I'm telling all my, you know, all my entrepreneurship friends that they have to listen to this podcast and opt in for like, because at the end of the day, like we all, as, as long as we're getting value from it, we don't mind. There's nothing inauthentic or sleazy or anything about doing this because it's like, hey, I've already given you value. But if you want even more, because this is the particular thing that's going to unlock, you know, what it is that you need right now in your podcast growth or your business growth or whatever it is, then I invite you to, and it's free, like go, go get that for free. Yeah. But I just don't want to overwhelm everyone on this episode because not everyone is at this stage yet, potentially. Right. Right. That's kind of the underlying message. And yeah. You know, to that last point, rather than overwhelming everyone, if they want to take it a step further, they can go get it. If they don't, they can keep listening on. So, you, so mm-hmm. like a highly curated podcast, it, it's it's the show you you've created such a an inner. It's entertaining. It's fast paced because you're cleaning things up and you're moving mm-hmm. things around. Um, so you spend a lot of time on each episode. Yeah, I do. Um, so I do the, obviously the, the, the recording. Um, I also do the content editing by way of, obviously I will do, you know, script my narrations and work out which bits I want. And then my team does the rest after that. So I spend maybe, so let's say it's an hour recording and then it's probably, you know, another hour to, you know, to make the, like to edits and, and scripted and stuff like that. So for me, it, about a couple of hours a week. And then my team takes it from there and does all of the editing. Um, obviously, Capture, which we can talk about, it, that creates all of my my title description, my podcast website content, all I, I show notes. Like it does all of that. Let's so talk about that because there, there's a lot. Okay. I actually <laughs> love your titles because I was going through and you mentioned the podcast with Lauren, but there are some really good ones here. And it's on a similar topic to this show. So I want to just give it, we'll definitely put it in the show notes. People can click through. But the idea of advanced niche, you know, a niching, niching, um, but like finding that focus again and optimizing for SEO and guesting win, win, win. You have some really cool titles. The Humanity Error, How to Use AI to Fuel Your Creativity. They're just some really good episode titles. And I know sometimes you can have a great conversation, 
But if the title isn't powerful, then people may mm. not spend that extra muscle click to get there. Totally. The title is so important, even from a, um, again, I, I nerd out on search and discoverability quite a bit. But if we talk about even podcast player SEO, so how you get discovered in the podcast player, so Spotify, iTunes, et cetera, or Apple Podcasts, I should say, um, it all comes down to um, definitely, you know, the, the highest uh, elements is like your show title and your show description, as in, you know, so grow my podcast show. You can already tell people who want to grow their podcast, that's, you know, and then the description. But the the third, to get your, ep- your episode um, uh, sort of discovered, title is the number one most important thing it's not even the description it all comes down to the title um so it's actually really important to get your title right and that's kind of the some of the smarts that we've built into cap show so just to um really uh, as a quick introduction to cap show for anyone who doesn't know about it um it's an ai powered content podcast content writer so what our users or what we call our Capshowians do they upload their audio or video file and in under 10 minutes, uh, Capture creates the first draft of your title, your description, your podcast website content, your social media captions, your email, your blog post, LinkedIn article, YouTube description, and it pulls out quotes as well. Um, and I say, I'm very intentional with saying first draft because, again, it's AI. Um, so it will get you 70, 80% of the way there, but you have to be involved in the process. Um, and so, and when I say like we've built, so we're marketers. I mean, you can hopefully hear, you know, in all of the things I'm talking about, like we nerd out on marketing. Um, And so we've built in a lot of really important things like to your point, you know, the SEO, you know, how, how titles are are formed, how even the the description and all the things, you know, I've got, um, I've created a framework called content honey traps and those content honey traps have, eight mental models that are designed to create curiosity and hook your audience in to just do the next step. And the next step might be to press play on your episode or the next step might be to opt into your list or whatever that is. And that's built into Capture. So those mental models are built into Capture. Um, and so it's very much a tool to market. Um, it's not just a tool to get a summary or anything else. It's like it is designed to grow your audience and grow your income, grow your list and grow your income. Um, I've had, you know, even as, uh, gosh, a couple of days ago, someone, one of our users DM'd me and he actually sent me a screenshot of his list of his um, download numbers. He's just by using Capture, um, and oh, actually this is a funny story. So he actually decided to compare one of our competitors with Capture. So he used one of our competitors for one episode, okay. um, 19 downloads. And then he used Capture for the next episode, 1,223 downloads. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, so what's the magic put- sauce in there? What kind of cool spices are you putting in? You know, you got a little extra- <laughs> it's not just pepper and salt going on here. We got some things happening. Yeah. What's the magic inside of, of Capture? That, what, what are some of the things that it's thinking about when it's writing these titles? Um, well, you, you know, uh, mentioned that I have a book called Honey Trap Marketing, or even you can go to Grow My Podcast Show and listen to the first two episodes because I talk about the content honey traps in there. So uh, I talk about the eight mental, we talk about the eight mental models um, that we're thinking about. So this is how we kind of think about anything to create curiosity or or hooks. That's the stuff. But, you know, yeah, it's kind of, there's a bit of an art to combining that with actually from the SEO part of it, which is 
how do we be really intentional that it's, you know, actually highlighting the topic that you're talking about. So yeah. Capture kind of bundles all of that and yeah, makes it really easy. It's, it's, I don't like, even when I use it, I'm like, wow, this is a piece of art. <laughs> I'm like, I get pleasantly surprised as well by our, you know, our own product, which is super cool. So much fun. Yeah. Okay. And so are there certain numbers of shows that you can do with a subscription cap show or you can yeah. just throw in episodes and let it just rock it? Yeah, so um, it, the, if you subscribe, it's each month is four episodes, so it gives you access to four. Um, you can always buy additional credits, or for anyone, we have agency clients as well, obviously, um, who do more than eight, more than twelve. Um, and then we have, you know, so we start to have volume based discounting for them. Um, but yeah, but the base, you know, public thing, public pricing is four episodes a month. Got it. Okay, sick. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, man. So, and it's got titles and I know we, we talked about titles, but I was looking at it. There's not that this is a sales episode, but like this is exciting. So it, it's show notes too. And all the different things are all just sort of built yeah. in. And that's, and then that, that goes back to my content dripping strategy. You yeah. know, what I talked about right. because I spoke about blog posts and YouTube videos and other piece of long form content that you can help nurture your audience through. And we make it really easy because, hey, Capture creates a blog post for you yeah. based on your episode and it creates a YouTube description. So, you know, you could very well, Casey, just slap this video up on YouTube, use Capture's YouTube description and you're good to go. Like, that's how simple it is. Um, that's how simple we make it. So that's, yeah, that it's it's anchored. Capture, what's anchoring it is all of, you know, the our content dripping strategy, like what we figured out, content honey traps, <laughs> you know, creating curiosity. And all of the discoverability, um, you know, sort like secrets that we kind of uncovered, that's all built into Capture. Okay, this is brilliant. So I would love to make something meta happen right now. Can we um, talk about content honey traps and almost as if we haven't talked about them before, um, but that, that first surface level and then wherever you think you would cut it, Let's just, let's say that out loud that we're cutting it. And then what we'll do is we'll link to the content honey trap, whatever part would be your normal next step link. We can link to that in our show notes. Oh, okay. So, okay. So you want me to kind of promote content honey traps in a way? Or yes. Like, well, like promote okay. <laughs> slash teach us that first part. And then, and then we'll just, and just say, like, you know, clap your hands. We're like, okay, this is where... You know, we won't okay. cut that part out because we want to hear this is where you would normally cut it off. But then in the show notes, yeah. we'll still link to that thing so people can okay. go experience the entire process. Yeah. Okay, cool. So um, content hunting traps are designed to be short. So I'll just, uh, so this is going to be pretty short. Cool. But if you want to know the secret, the one secret to how I was able to go from zero dollars to over $220,000 in one year in my coaching business, then you have to check out Content Honey Traps. So if we stop there, and then whatever the call to action is, so content, you know, we'll link that in the show notes. Interesting. So in my mind, I thought you were going to be teaching it, but but actually what you do is you kind of promote, you kind of like put this teaser on and promote it, and then you cut it. So exactly. do you not like even share a little bit about what it is beforehand or you just literally cut it there 
You can, you can. So it depends on, so the eight mental models and I, I like, you know, you can see it, either listen about it or it's in my book, yeah. for example, um, which is, yeah, it's called Honey Trap Marketing. Love that title. Um, <laughs> but the eight mental models is designed to create curiosity. So the one that I used is, I just then was called the paradox, um, which is, ha- which is almost, um, it's contrasting uh, like an end outcome with like an unbelievable fact. It's kind of like an unbelievable fact about about contrasting, right? Now, there are way better examples. Like another example that the one that actually <laughs> I modeled it off was there was a presentation that was called um how to go from how to how I made a million dollars with a $19 product and a toilet seat. Right? Like it's like I have to go watch that. I have to go listen to this thing because I want to know how she made a million dollars with a $19 product and a toilet seat. So that's like the paradox. And that's the one that I used, which, you know, there are different degrees of it. Um, but it's kind of like, if you want to know how I went from zero to $220,000 in one year with my coaching business, then you have to go check it out. Uh, okay. So I'm understanding the mental model now that they're the mental models. And one of them, which we just displayed for, for everyone and we'll link to it, is the paradox version. And so mm-hmm. that, yeah, it's it's like, wow, you went from zero to 200 plus thousand K in the coaching business. How the heck did you do that? Okay, I'm going to go follow the next step. Got yes. it. Got it. Yeah. Well, this exactly. is really selling me on the book. I, I'm literally, I can't wait to go get it after this. <laughs> and and I don't say that to everyone. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thank you. But I yeah, no, this is, this is cool. And if that's just one mental model, how cool would, mm. would it be to have seven plus more? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Super cool. Where can people get in touch with you? They want to get more information on this. They want to just follow up with you, tell you how awesome the show was, uh, yeah. all the things. And also more information, where do, where do they go to sign up for Cap Show and all these things? Yes. So um, I'll, uh, so I'll stuff in the end. So capshow.com, C-A-P-S-H-O.com. Uh, you can sign up for a free trial um, and it's super easy. Get in, try it, try it with an episode of yours um, and see what happens. It's, yeah, anyway, it's it's really cool and it is designed to be customizable and flexible. Cool. Um, so you can actually build your own version of a description or a blog post or, or whatever it is and it will still, yeah, work for you, which is so cool. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> that's capture.com. If you want to reach out to me personally, I am most active on Facebook or LinkedIn. Um, probably LinkedIn is the best. Uh, and so just mention that you heard me on Casey's um, podcast and yeah, love to have a chat about what you learned and how I can help you um, even more. So cool. So cool. I feel like I, I've learned so much, but also I've learned so much about how to point into the next things I'm going to learn. And, and honestly, just even doing this interview, I am like, I am in the honeypot right now, just being like, <laughs> I need to go get more like that was nice. I got to get more. So I can't wait to get the book, uh, do a demo or a trial of Cap Show and do all those things. So thank you so much for coming on here, hanging yeah. out with me, teaching me a few things, dealing with my crazy questions and just helping me see the light. Yeah, it was my privilege. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. And for those listening, if you learned something, and I freaking know you did because I literally have two pages of notes over here, front and back. Then share this with someone. Be a thought leader. One person, three people, 9,000 people, whatever. Just get good information in other people's hands and do check out those links. They'll be in the show notes. And man, Deidre, thank you so much again. 
Yes. Thanks for having me. All right, everyone. This has been another exciting episode of Creating the Greatest Show. We will see you all next time. And next time doesn't have to be next week. Life's too short and we have way too much to talk about. Find show notes full of takeaways, lessons, and links at creatingthegreatestshow.com. For more information on launching your own podcast or working with us to produce your existing show, come on down to the big tent at ringmaster.com. Until then, friends, whatever you do, do it with all your might. Work at it, if necessary, early and late, in season and out of season, not leaving a stone unturned and never deferring for a single hour. That which can be done just as well now. P.T. Barnum.